When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. Residence 17 Plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. Let's get an update on what's going on with Kanye and see if anybody's helping this guy out. So... He is, as far as we know right now, still at his ranch in Wyoming, and he has been tweeting. Some of Monday's tweets have since been deleted, but they included this one. Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with the doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. He added, quote, everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. He also accused Chris of trying to lock him up. He said that NBC locked up Bill Cosby in that, quote, If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. He posted Michael Jackson's black or white video without explanation. And for some reason, he vented that Shia LaBeouf was supposed to do a photo shoot for his gap line, but never showed up. Kanye switched gears and then tweeted, I'm going to focus on the music now. Then he posted a track list for his new album, which he named Donda after his late mother and said it's coming out on Friday. Things seem Bad enough that his friend Dave Chappelle flew to Wyoming to check on him. And then he later posted a kind of awkward video where he's trying to get Dave to tell a joke to lighten the mood. Let's listen. Dave, can you please just make a smile? The world needs some joy. Some smile. Yeah, we need a smile. Brotherhood is real. Love is real. Wait a second, I'm still not smiling, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to think of the punchline. We, 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 we need some kind of some joke, something like... There's something to like lift our spirits. Uplifting joke. Like, you know I don't write those. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's bizarre though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the whole thing or the fact the that whole Dave thing. Yeah, it just feels there. awkwardly staged. Like, yeah, we should probably shoot a video just so that, you know, people can see that he's alive and that he's got friends here and that he's okay. And so everybody just kinda lines up against this building and they're just kind of awkwardly standing there like, okay, well, we're here, and Kanye's trying to cut the tension, like, Dave, tell a joke. And he's like, this, none, none of this is funny. <laughs> this is an intervention. It was always, yeah. usually yeah. not funny. It was weird, like, they weren't even supposed to go on camera, and then all of a sudden, 
Kanye's like, let's roll something. Mm-hmm. It was very, it felt very That's what weird. what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are hearing that Kim and her family are trying to get Kanye back to L.A. so he can get some help and hopefully. I heard he stopped hopefully. talking to her. Like he's, after he did all of those, the tweeting and stuff that she's just trying to reach him so much and he just won't talk to her. You know, I, I, I hope people are, are watching this and, and like starting to understand a little bit more about mental health and what it can do to you when you have a diagnosis like bipolar disorder. And how difficult that is for the family members. For everyone involved. Who just feel helpless. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break here. Coming up, Alex Trebek and uh, some of the things he has shared in his memoirs and Grey's Anatomy is in the news after 17 seasons. This is a show that has not gone back into production since the pandemic. What are they going to do about the pandemic? And how are they going to address the pandemic on the TV show? Yeah, E! News uh, put out a list of 20 surprises from Alex Trebek's memoir, The Answer Is. And here are some of our favorite highlights. He said he thought he needed advice so that people wouldn't think he was judging them. You know, because he always sounds very condescendingly intelligent sometimes on the show with the way that he corrects. Like he's smarter no, than you. No, right. And and gives them the correct answer. So he, what he did was he started interjecting curse words into his vocabulary. That's funny. <laughs> he didn't become one of the guys, though. Instead, he says he just came off as a jerk, so he traded cursing for drinking, but he still doesn't drink all that much. He said, quote, occasionally I'll have a glass of Chardonnay, but my drink of choice is low-fat milk. It's become a habit. I drink low-fat milk and Chardonnay, but not together. Ugh. Oh, well, that's good. Alex had an unexpected encounter with pop brownies at a party back in the day. He's Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Ted. The host said, go ahead, help yourself. He said, I had four or five of them. I oh, didn't know. <laughs> I didn't realize they were hash brownies. He said, the party was on a Friday night. The drugs knocked me out so much. I spent the weekend laid out in their guest bedroom and didn't leave their home until Monday morning. Hmm. Talk about embarrassment. He made one big change to Jeopardy early on. He made it so that the contestants couldn't ring in until after he'd finished reading the clue. Before that, they could buzz in as soon as the clue was revealed. He said, quote, an unintended benefit was that it gave viewers a better experience of playing along. A signaling glitch that you're going to pick up on that we corrected in year two. As you know now, the contestants are free to ring in only after I have read the clue in its entirety. Here is show number one, 1984. Two Saturday Night alumni who tried trading places. Frank. Uh, who's Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? You are right again. You added some more cash and you now have $500. Make another selection. I'll stay with actors and roles for $300, please. He may never say never again when asked to be Bond. Frank. Who is Sean Connery? You're right and you're on a roll. Select again for us. I'll stay in the same category for $400, please. The blonde preferred in the film Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Frank. Yeah, that's annoying. Who is Marilyn Monroe? Right. Actors and roles for 500, please. We'll complete the category with this answer. Sam Shepard played this barrier breaker in The Right Stuff, Frank. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is... I'm sorry it took too long. Greg, you have an answer for me. Who is Colonel Chuck Yeager? Chuck Yeager is... Yeah, he, he didn't even ask the question. Yeah, and they're dinging. And that's, yeah, him. I think that was a... I think that was a good change. Hmm. 
Now, his <laughs> wife, Jean, you know, I was looking at her the other day and, and said that they'd been married for 30 years. And I'm like, either she's had a lot of work done or she's a lot younger than him. And she is actually 24 years younger. I was going to say, if she's is. had plastic surgery, that has got to be the best plastic surgeon anywhere. It's Just, seriously good. Yeah. I've never seen her. So she's gorgeous. And Alex remembers that when he first met her dad, he took one look at Alex and said, quote, I guess I won't be calling you son. Because he's 24 years older. I thought that was great. And then Alex has an unorthodox approach for breakfast. He said, for years, my breakfast of choice was a Snickers and a Diet Coke. Then my doctor lectured me about changing that. So now it's a Kit Kat and a Diet Peck. I was going to say, he's still indulging. She called him out the other day on that ABC Good Morning America interview, how he still has this diet soda and every once in a while sneaks a chocolate. Oh, <laughs> I mean, don't you think you've earned it a little, Alex? Yeah. I don't know. 80 years <laughs> old, this guy is turning. Good for him. Yep. Uh, what else you got on the E! News front? What else do we have? Oh, Grey's Anatomy. we got to talk about Grey's Anatomy. Believe it or not, Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. In fact, it'll be entering its 17th season, and it'll be an important season because they will address the pandemic. One of the producers says, you know, there's really no way to be a long-running medical TV show and not do the medical story of our lifetime. She said every year we have doctors come and they tell us their stories and usually they're telling their funniest or craziest stories, and that's what they do. They they write these into the script. This year, it's felt more like therapy. Uh, she said, I, I feel like our show kind of has an opportunity and a responsibility here to tell some of those stories. Yeah. I always like hearing, I still watch the show and have since the beginning, but I, I will tell you that the stuff that you hear about in the news, whether it's like a crazy surgery or a very random disease, they do usually cover something like that or they'll do something similar on the show. And I like Yeah. Maybe they'll work that in that uh, from the headlines. That portion yes. of Seattle that was closed down as a protest They probably will, but what they'll do is they'll have like some kind of incident happen there. Because they've done things before, like when a ferry has crashed right. in Seattle, like they will do something similar on the show, but they'll they'll go as like the medical team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still good. Like I, I, it's just a show that I feel like after all these years, it did have some lagging seasons, but I feel like it's it's pretty good still. It still holds your interest. You're yeah. still hanging in there after 17 seasons. Shooting on the new season hasn't started yet, but the writing is underway. But then when you factor in how long is it going to be before they can even start shooting, it could be a long time before you see any of these pandemic-themed episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's also a Netflix, too, for people that maybe want to start Catch a up. really long season show. Start from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. I need a break. Well, I have one more very cool story out of Los Angeles. Women's professional soccer is coming to L.A. And what's super cool about this, the owners of the new team include Natalie Portman, Serena Williams, Ava Longoria, and Jessica Chastain. And how this team came to be is Abby Wambach is one of the, is probably the best women's soccer player of all time. And she is married to a woman named Glennon Doyle, who is an author and an activist. Well, when Abby left soccer, she basically left 
pretty broke because she didn't get paid. You know, the women's soccer players don't get paid anywhere near what the men's soccer players. And that's so when that a- income dried up. Yeah, it's like here she, you know, she's had this amazing career and now she's done do? and right. And so she was giving a speech and she was talking about this inequality and Natalie Portman was in the audience and she got fired up about it. And she says, "Okay, well how do we change this? What do we do?" She called up all of her famous friends and they all got together and they're like, "We're going to have our own team and we're going to fix it from the inside." Oh, that's awesome. So this is how this all came about, and that's what's happening. I saw Jennifer Garner mm. posting about this yesterday on her Instagram, yeah. and so now yeah. I understand what happened. But it was, yeah, it was Natalie Portman that like led the charge. She came up to him after after the speech like, and was like, it. she was just fired up. That's and great. So, isn't that cool? They have a, I love it. a name for the team? Oh, well, what it, I it, they do, but I don't remember what it is. All right, well. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.